And we're on. Episode three. Oh, that was pretty oh, good. I don't know what happened there. Oh, my goodness. Guys, I'm here with Chris Ryan. And 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 television Sarah Gore. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Welcome back oh my to Chris and Sarah. Wear the, Wear the pants. pants. Yes. Good eyebrow use um, for prompting. Thank you. Uh, very... Again, I just want to reiterate, it should be a visual um, medium and maybe one day we will film one of these episodes. Yeah, I feel like we could. But, I mean, it's not like you see those podcasts on like really cool like, you know, they've got like the desk with like yeah, the I know. and stuff. And just to paint a picture right now, we're in Chris's lounge room. I'm sitting on the floor. On the weird mat. Yeah, I'm sitting on the free chair from Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I'm a floor sitter though, through yeah. and through. Yeah. No, I, I normally am, but last time I got a little bit of a sore neck. I, I got a crick. <laughs> you know, I actually got a crick in my neck the other day and I'm going to workshop this with you. Okay. Because um, obviously it's, it's not breaking news. Everyone gets them every now and then. Mm. I woke up with a crick in the neck mm. and the first – and I actually woke up at one in the morning and I had a thought in my head mm-hmm. – the moment I woke up, woke up, and mm-hmm. I thought I'm going to record this, could be something in it for a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I've kept the recording actually. Oh my god, I love it when a <laughs> when comedians have medical episodes. It's like I reckon I could turn this into a bit. Like literally, like literally, you'll be like bleeding out on the ground, and you'll be like, "There's something here." I reckon you'll just call me and be like, "Hey, I reckon I've got something." P.S. <laughs> so the, I don't even understand what I was saying in the bit, but it was something. And and the recording sounds like I'm on Mogadon because I'm Is it on your phone. Yes. Can you play it? Yeah. Do you want me to pause? Yes. Get it out. Literally play it okay. right now. Can you do it right now? Okay. I'm wait. I'm going to pause kidding. this while I do that. Hang on. Okay, so I found the recording and it's literally called Crick My Neck. <laughs> okay, we can turn this into something. Let's hear okay. it. Okay. okay, I mean, you're going to have to – this is bad, okay? So I'm not saying it's a bit yet, but here we go. I'm desperate for science to figure out stuff. <laughs> I'm desperate for science <laughs> to figure out stuff. It. I would love – like people say your body holds your head up. My brain has been carrying around this frame. It's, it's ready to go. What's going on? It's, it's not right. My brain has been carrying, carrying around, around this, this frame. frame. I know. It's a lot. There's a lot happening. Are you actually – is that like a beat poem? I don't know what's – Also, can I ask why Wait. you – Okay. Is it – uh, okay, so it's it's impossible to make this. So I'm not sure. Like you might see that in Chris Ryan's 2024 tour <laughs> about your brain carrying your frame. Well, I was thinking, you know, like we uh, we spend so much time worrying about how our bodies look and how we feel and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But actually so much of it – like I feel like my brain, like it's it's okay. Like my brain's hot enough. It's my body that's letting me down. You don't know what your brain looks like, that your brain could be ugly as shit. <laughs> but I kind of had this vision of putting my brain in like a jar or some kind of device. Are that you just, okay? No, sure. <laughs> and that you can just hang your body up on a coat hanger and choose a different one. Oh, right. Wait, you've really you've. I buried mem- the lead. No, there's a memory there. Is there? There's a okay. There's a, a, a computer game I used to play as a kid. I swear to God, someone needs to help me remember what okay. this is. And it was like just when PCs first came out, I'm talking like 1996, 1997, mm-hmm. 
And it was like a Frankenstein game and you got to choose the brain okay. and choose See? the face and choose – and you just – that thing of the body okay. lined up on coat hangers. I'm just like – There you go. Chris and Sarah wear the pants at gmail.com if you played this game. Yep. But like you got to make a monster and it was really spooky and then I think the monster did stuff. Oh, great. So I can't tell the joke because it's been done before. No, it, I don't think it's been done before. No, but, you know, and there was also – I remember my kids used to watch a cartoon um, where there was literally – like a genius fish floating in a little thing of water inside someone's like spacesuit as the, as the brain. Um, I feel like I should remember that, though I'm like significantly older oh, than your kids. I can't remember what it was called. I'll have to ask the kids. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the point OG. being, I am. Look, I'm already trying to work on next year's show, Sarah. <laughs> okay. and it's driving me mental. <laughs> I mean, that, that sounded like an episode. There's another bit that I, I wrote down because I've been ta- starting to take notes in my mm. phone. Yeah, with all your, all your profound thoughts. Oh, my God, they're so bad at yeah. this point and possibly will never go anywhere. But the mm. one I wrote the other night after coming home from a gig was, why does anyone go out? Why don't you just stay in? <laughs> why does anyone go out? It's a show name. That's a show name. And it's just like a picture of you with like a dildo in one hand and, oh, and, no. and a glass of wine in the other looking oh, confused. Oh, God. You know that. Could you just shoot me in the face if I ever d- do have a cover show poster like that? Yeah, being like, I'm a woman who can have it all and like you're oh wearing a business God. suit and then pyjama bottoms. Because oh. you know how every woman has two sides. P- please shoot me. Yeah. Um, I was literally going to say that the OG kids show is the trapdoor. I don't know if you no. – Don't you open that trap door because there's something down there. Did it, did it, did it. And it's like a creepy little claymation guy that's like, Bert, feed me. <laughs> and like this like poor little guy, Bert, and his skeleton friend is being terrorized by this man upstairs. A lot of kids' shows really dark. Dark. Like abusive households. Yeah, weird. Um, definitely gener- Generation Gap going on here because I don't know that show. Okay. But, um, I mean, I know the vibe. Yeah. I remember was- the vibe. It was really unsettling. Like it left you feeling not safe. Not okay. Yeah. Quite often I wanted to not feel okay um, watching television though. Mm. You know, you want to be transported out of whatever your life is, which is safe and looked yeah. after if you're lucky, um, though- in, into like, you know, Paul Hogan's world. You know, like okay, well, the, I used to – did you ever watch – Generation would, Gap. Generation Gap. Oh, we're really coming up against some brick walls well, here. Well, this has been so much fun. Yeah, good um, good chatting. Anyway, nice podcast. It's over now. <laughs> Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So in the last year, mm. whenever Bananas in Pajamas has come up in conversation, three t- Which is never for me, just going to say constantly that. For me. <laughs> so I'm talking OG Bananas in Pajamas when it was just like humans in banana suits, like yeah. the real proper ones. About three different people have said that their dad wrote Bananas in Pyjamas. Oh, Three my God. completely separate people. Isn't that funny? People. And it's pro- it may be true. I mean, it's just weird. There may have been a team of writers, you know. You need a team of writers for like them for, to go over to Lulu's house. and like, Yeah. Did they, did they even speak or were they like yeah, um, Humphrey B. Bear? No, they totally spoke. Okay. And there were three bears as well. Okay. And a rat. Okay. Just on the, <laughs> on the notion of people claiming that their dads did stuff. Yeah. I once went out with a guy in England who claimed that his dad invented hobnob biscuits. What is a hobnob biscuit? I don't even – I had to look them up. <laughs> They're nothing but, special. No, I but I mean it it's a random little claim, isn't it, to say my dad invented this biscuit? It's very my father invented toaster strudels uh, from uh, Mean Girls. 
uh, Gretchen Wiener's dad in Mean Girls. Oh, like, okay. But she's actually legitimately rich, so you believe it. Okay. 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 So, oh, they're the kind of delicious ones that are sort of like oaty with like a yeah. with like a um a chocolate. Otherwise covering. known as like um, this, they've got an, they they're by another name in Australia. Digestives. Like di- it's the di- and yeah. they. Are the best. That's actually a pretty sick thing for someone's dad to have invented. Yeah, I suppose, but it didn't. It didn't endear him to me. I just thought you're just using your dad's whatever yeah. as your thing, and it's not your thing. You've got to have your own thing. I love it when you hear that friends are dating someone who has a rich family, and mm. you're like, oh man, that the be a shit family to. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like oh, like because with the rich ones, you've got to you got to have to cover up your fucked upness. Yeah, more. Exactly. I, I I once dated a guy in a rich family, mm. and they definitely they did not. Well, they were so sweet to me, but I think in the end he didn't like that I bit my nails and swore. Okay. Oh, because like that's too like lower middle class, not ladylike. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Sarah, you turned thirty three. I think that's something we should discuss. I did. I did. Again, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but I just turned thirty three years old. That's I had exciting. the most um thirties birthday ever. I went hiking. With some friends, we had brunch and then we went hiking. Perfect. And then we had some chicken and then I was in bed by 9 p.m. Did God, you was... go to our sponsor, El Jenna? Yeah, we did go to shout out to El Jenna. I didn't go to Butterball. <laughs> uh, El Jenna also didn't go. You got me a Mecca voucher for my birthday. Literally, we're hitting all the sponsors. Yeah, Chris Ryan got me a Mecca voucher. Oh, well. What should I spend it on? Chris and Sarah wear the pants. Yeah. At at G- this is not a radio station, by the way, Sarah. Yep. That is not a, you know, a telephone line for people No, no, to call. you give us a call. <laughs> on Chris and Sarah wear the pants 13, at gmail.com. 1300 Chris and Sarah. They could probably, we could probably set up a Google Meet. I'm sure oh you can call god. someone to an email now. Oh Surely. my god, imagine if people, no, that would never happen, called yeah. us during the mm. recording of an episode via Google. That would just be commercial radio. It, well, you I know, would love that. I w- well, when we do live not episodes, I guess we can just get heckled by people and that's sort of the equivalent. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but so, yes, sorry, um, in conclusion, yeah. um, thank you for the lovely birthday Oh, gift. it's my pleasure, but it's not about that. No. Like, did did you feel in any way that your 33rd birthday was any different from your 32nd, for example, or even your 27th, for example? Uh, so, no, I, I felt it was different. It was a way more low-key. Like, I was like, what a fun day, yeah. like getting messages from people and stuff, and the hike was so good. We went to the Royal National Park and did this monstrous hike, half a kilometre up and down, just like crazy. Oh. Um, probably not that crazy, but you know, I felt it. Mm. Um, but I think just because like the things I want to celebrate aren't related to my birth now, like I want to celebrate like this with you and like shows and like, yeah. you know, album releases and all like, I want to celebrate things that I've accomplished mm. more. Like the older I get, I'm like, they're reasons to celebrate all my friends achievements mm. rather than the day I was born. Wow. Okay. That's very philosophical. Mm. I I have noticed as I get older and I'm turning the big 5-0 as we know this year. Oh, so excited to go um, to Cancun. Well, <laughs> Cancun. I don't even know what I don't even is. know we're, where that is. We're going, we're going to Ibiza. Okay, great. Um, I just feel like, yeah, it matters not at all. Yeah. You know, it hardly matters at all. It's fun to hear, to get messages from people that you haven't heard from for me. It I is. I always love that. Mm. The most random person I heard from was a singing teacher from 10 years ago. Oh. So cute. That yeah. is lovely. Mm. Yeah, nice. Mm. Well, happy birthday to you, my dear. Thank you so much. And mm. here's to another year. I'm oh, so excited about like I, I'm happy to, to in my 33rd year finally be launching this podcast I know, that we've right? talked about for so long. I know. I am too. I'm very yeah. excited. I'm just, I was just trying to think about when we met and how long ago. That's uh, mm, 2009. Four years. 2019, mm. yeah. Well, 
We have been probably talking about it for a year, though, yeah, to we be fair. Well, like, we should do that. Yeah. And now we've actually done it. Yep. And here we are. And here we are. And here we are. So, I think you have an article to bring to the table. Oh, my God. Do, do I have an article for you? Okay. Go. Here we go. Um, this one is particularly near and dear to my heart. It's awful and great at the same time. And it's quite short as well. Terrific. So. Should we mention that we get our articles largely from the National Library of Australia website? <gasps> Such a wonderful resource. It is. Trove. Mm. And you can find just about anything on there. And the librarians, can I just say, are so helpful. We've had a great time with them. Mm. Um, not that they like endorse this or anything, but we are if grateful. If anything, they actively discourage they're it. They're like, please don't speak about us. No, they haven't <laughs> said that. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't mention. <laughs> So, so go ahead. What is what is your article today, Sarah? Also, just to, so you know, um, our beverage of choice today is an Aperol spritz. It's not well. It's kind of like just Aperol and soda. Aperol and with soda with like random raspberries floating in it. Yeah, it's a gun. It's a birthday drink. I love it. Okay, here we go. So, very short article, but it, it, I think it's going to pack a punch. Great. Okay, the title: Why not a turtle as a boudoir pet? Oh fuck yeah! And we're in uh, we're in 1934 here. Oh my god. Uh. I imagine this is on maybe the second or third page of the magazine. You know, those like little bit articles yeah. that are sort of like, here's what's going on in the world. So why not a turtle as a boudoir pet? Love it. Uh, from Dorothy Dunkley, our special representative in Hollywood. Two latest boudoir pets here are quaint little wire-haired dogs standing about a foot high and real tiny turtles, usually in pairs. A wreath of blue forget-me-nots or baby pink roses is enamelled on each tough little turtle back. And oh, they no. Li- and they live in a goldfish bowl where they play about in a few spoonfuls of water and disport themselves on a microscopic beach of white pebbles and pearly shells. Wait, they are – End of in- article. They have enamel pictures on their backs? So they're literally engraving these no. turtle shells with two spoonfuls of water oh, in no. a little goldfish bowl. I hate on- – Believe I hate a lot about that. Yeah. Um, firstly, can we just back up the truck and talk boudoir? Boudoir now, pets. Yeah, but my understanding of boudoir is you get about in lingerie yeah. and you've got a red light on, you're probably going to bonk someone. Yeah, it's a red, like it's a boudoir, like shoot. Oh like my boudoir, God. Yeah. And then you look over and there's these two poor turtles with like weird enamel flowers on their backs. Yeah. I like – I think it's um, – well, it's the kind of – like you can't really keep a goldfish in a bowl, can you? Like because it needs a whole thing. Oh, my um, God. But I just uh, love that ear. I love that it's wire-haired dogs or two turtles. Yeah. Like that's it. That's all there for the boudoir. Mm. Why Why a pet in the boudoir? And what uh, – God, I have so many questions about the boudoir. Yeah. Okay, go. Okay, if you had a boudoir – Oh, you think if you think I've researched this, I haven't. I'm going to answer all these off the top of my head. Okay, great. Mm. If you had a boudoir, what would be in it? Well, do you do you mean a bedroom? I mean a boudoir. I don't like a sexy space. Well, I I guess I don't know. Like, <clears throat> what is a boudoir, love? I think a boudoir is a bedroom. So I have. I like, think it is too. I have like. I'm going to Google this while you're. Yes. On on. So it I have like a queen size bed and like my fan that I have on year round, and like my weird lamp. Do you have what color? Does your lamp have any color? No, it's like a. It's a niche lamp. Okay. But what I, I'll tell you what I don't have is two turtles frolicking no. about, disporting about on a beach. No. On a that you've coloured in. Yeah. How odd. Mm. A woman's bedroom or small private room. Well, there what, you go. What is the literal meaning of boudoir? A woman's dressing room, bedroom or private sitting room uh, comes from French boudoir ladies' dressing room, literally a place to sulk. 
Oh, okay. So it's like their dressing room. It's not actually their bed. It's where they have silly little women's things. So they'll have their silly little turtles in their silly little sulking room. A sleeping chamber. It could be a bedroom. But also, I can't imagine you'd ever interact with the turtles. Like, I can't they're imagine. kind of smelly. Also, turtle turtle care is a whole thing. They have like a whole tank, like yeah. a whole thing going on. Um, here's my next question. What was your weird childhood pet? I didn't have a weird one. I think I just... I mean, I just had a, a cat that was in India when I grew up in India. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a cat that I That's don't... Sorry, people are going to have questions about that. I know, but let's just go with it. Mm. Um, they didn't de-sex street cats mm. in the 70s. You know, we took on a... I think it was a street cat. We just started feeding it. Mm-hmm. And then we just didn't get it de-sexed. When I say we... I was nine when mm. we left India. So as mm. a child, mm. I don't think I was ringing up the vets going, I think we better get, get onto this and neuter this cat. <laughs> so the cat kept having litters of kittens. Oh, God. It was not good. And I – What happened to the kittens? A lot of them didn't make it. Oh, my God. I know. I'm this sorry. This is turning to such a sad episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you wanted weird and that's the only weird thing I can think of. Oh, my God. You know, um, the cat itself, which we called Pussy – I see what you did. Um, it wasn't even a thing. I didn't yeah. even know about that. Um, it would kill its own kittens. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Chris and Sarah wear the pants at gmail.com if you think this is absolutely fucked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Should we not talk about that anymore? Didn't Probably. you? I want to hear the story about the snake at the door. Oh, yeah. So Because in my mind, that was your pet snake. It was not my pet. It was a cobra, yeah. which is a venomous, deadly snake. <laughs> so I was probably about five or six and I went out in the middle of the day for, to our, our double doors. We had these huge wooden carved double doors. Mm. Open them. And on the steps leading down to the garden, in the middle of the steps was a, a cobra up ready to strike. Doing the cobra thing. Doing, doing its like thing. Like with its little fan. With its hood out, mm. yes. And um, I just sh- looked at it and shut the door and I went and told mum, mum, there's a snake at the door. And she went, don't be ridiculous. Did you say, what does it want? (laughs) (laughs) We gave it the offers. And then she went and opened the door and, of course, went, oh, God. So she rang Gopal, our landlord, who lived next door. He came and shot it in the face. Chris. I'm sorry. I swear. (laughs) I was like, here's a silly little story about turtles. Thinking we could have a fun little chat about. I, I don't know what's happening with me. It's a mood, isn't it? Sorry, oh my God. Darling. Okay, well, I'm going to fucking turn this around <laughs> and say I had guinea pigs that lived long and healthy lives that I loved very much. So my first good. I'm happy. Do you need to take a fucking walk? <laughs> I need a chamomile tea. I'm so people are probably listening to this to try and like get in a good mood. I'm sorry, and they're just dunking their tea in tea in there. I'm so being sorry. Like, this is so I, I don't know what's happened, but these are true stories. Okay, great. I well, feel I'm like a... we need the Law and Order clink sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was, uh, I was a guinea pig kid, okay. so I first got a guinea pig. So we had like we had a school newsletter. <laughs> Like that would like on you know, do you remember the school newsletters that went out on like April yes. paper and it was like student of the week? Cute. And there was ads and someone advertised a guinea pig and uh I went and picked it up and it was like all black with like really long, long hair. And it was just free range in our really big yard for years and years and years. Wow. And then uh he didn't pa- get yeah, then he passed away, like we, like of uh, like natural Aww. causes, and then we buried him in the parsley patch. Oh. And I loved him so much. Does that bring a bit of a tear to the eye? 
No, not really. Like okay. he didn't. It wasn't a tragic sort of thing. Yeah. And then we got albino guinea pigs. Right. Um. But then we got my dog, and we had to rehome the guinea pigs. Okay. Because we couldn't make that work because he would terrorize them because he was a terrier. Well. Mm. I'm glad you had happy and long-lived guinea pigs. Yeah, I set up a vet because uh, I wanted to be a vet up until I was like maybe old enough to realize that I hate science. So what would that be like? Year nine? <laughs> yeah. Um, not that I hate science. I don't have an I don't have an affinity for it. Yeah, I hear it's and, a big part of being a animal yeah, doctor. Yeah. Um, and I would set up. I had like a whole vet surgery set up, just like with like silly little like acorns and stuff. Oh. And like then I'd put my. I wouldn't do like weird experiments. Like no, I, no. I loved my guinea pigs, but I'd put them on the table and be like, oh now, and then like I'd, I'd brush them. Oh and, my like, god! You know, I used to um, have. Tea. I don't. Do I want to hear this? Yes, you do. This okay. is a good story. Yeah. No, I used to have a um, pet chinchilla, but then I killed it. <laughs> No, 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 no. Mm. I, I, um, I had tea parties for my cats. Mm. Definitely little little tea cups. Oh, very cute. Did they drink out of them? I think maybe I put some milk in. So yes, possibly. Oh, that's cute. Um, that was good. And I also had a tree house where I'd take the cat. Main that's, cat was that in India? Yeah, and that's I, cute. It was a two story, like with a trapdoor. What? Awesome, like hand built wooden. It's giving snake to me. Are you sure they went snakes? No, it was fantastic. And it, it, it had a balcony, like a deck that went through the tree, the frangipani tree. You could rent that tree. out in Sydney for it $850 a week. It was week. so beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I took the cat up when I was leaving India mm-hmm. and I sang it a song, um, Lionel Richie, You're Once, Twice, Three Times a Lady. Oh, my God. I was nine <laughs> <laughs> and I cried singing <laughs> to the cat. Do I ask what happened to the cat? I don't know. I asked mum that and she said, we just left it there. I know. <sighs> Wendy, like what <laughs> is that? <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I know. No, we got my dog when I was nine. I got him for Christmas. He showed up on my front porch with a red ribbon around his neck. Yeah. And I was like, mum, whose dog is this? And she's like, it took me like, you know, when something really good happens as a kid and it takes you like three minutes to realise it's real and it's happening to you. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Then he hung around until I was 23. Oh, wow. Mm. God. Yeah. Um, my – I think oh, – actually, I think my parents thought that the cat's I'm name was – really, I'm really hesitant to get – I'm sorry. You don't think I should talk about animals anymore? No, it's fair enough. They all end so sadly. I like I think – oh, dear. Maybe oh I God. am in a mood. What? Oh, well, I mean, my parents called the cat Scunge. What's that? that scunge. I mean, it's a – like they didn't like the look of it much. Okay. And I was the one that loved the cat. Oh. I know. You could go totally get a cat now. Oh, I could not. And you what, leave it here for a month while I go to the Melbourne Comedy Festival? Yeah. <laughs> be like, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> Your mum would be like, we left it there. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> well, that really, I thought that would be a sweet little story and it turned it out to be is. the fucking saddest oh shit. no, it's not. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, you ask me questions and I answer honestly. I, but, I honestly think that the turtle thing is so mean, but I feel like it's so that era, like before we understood that animals had feelings and like deserved and rights. To be honest, mm. the idea of ha- keeping an animal in my bedroom, mm. a little one. Don't you mean your sulking room? Yeah, my sulking room. Mm. Um, <laughs> Every room's a sulking room. <laughs> you try hard Especially enough. Especially today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, the yuck, you know, smell. Yeah. Like I'm very the, sensitive. It's the fucking smell. The smell for me. Reptiles smell. Is that a reptile or whatever? What's, what's the word I'm looking for? An amphibian. Amphibian. Yes, They're they do. smelly little They things. are. And also like I've, we, did you ever have a budgie when you were growing up? No, I, I had friends who had budgies. I never had one. 
it's such like I have issues with pets. Let's just I'm going to say that. Okay. I don't like the idea of pets in cages and that. Not even a dog. Oh, I mean, a dog like, you not, rarely put yeah, in a cage. No. I mean, some people put them to sleep in a cage, don't mm. they? But that's a little safe space. Yeah, okay. I didn't – yeah, I don't really get stuff the about The budgie dogs. thing is – I yeah. Yeah. They were annoying. I used to ha- – we had two budgies for the kids um, and I, I worked from home so I was always around the budgies. Mm. And there was one called Max and one called Alan mm-hmm. and Alan was always getting cut and just – you know, when they get – have you heard their vibe? No. There's different sounds that budgies make and sometimes – I want to hear them now from you. Well, they – you know, when they're just doing their little – Oh, that's cute. That's – that's I'm, I'm all about that. That's cute. That's sick. Yeah. But when they start going – That – Sorry, like, one more time. No. And, and I, I just think, oh, shut up, can't You know, like – What did they want? They were probably stressed. No, they were just like – I don't know, they're little brains. How can they actually have a thought, you know? Isn't having no connection to animals the sign of a, like, sociopath? <laughs> Look, yes. See, to be clear, I adore animals. I I'm know you do. Animal oh, person. no, I know exactly what you're saying. You're saying that there's something wrong with me. Yeah, so I'm saying that I'm a legend and you're <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been real. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I'm glad the podcast went well for the first two episodes. It's yeah. over now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I agree with you. Like, I think having an animal – albeit not in a boudoir, mm. um, is a good thing for a child. And a family pet, like of some description. I reckon a dog actually. I think really a dog is essential to a family and Don't I never had one. dogs as like accessories and don't realise that they're a whole thing. Oh, it's true. You know, like pe- people will be like, oh, no, he just like works around our life and it's kind of like, yes, to a certain extent. Yeah, he'd rather you I'll, just be home. I'll get lectury now so I won't. Yeah, I know. It. No, but I like, hate that too. You know what I mean? It's kind of just yeah, like, oh. Because you know. you'd love a dog, wouldn't you? But you're not going to do it. Oh, I would love a dog. No, no, no. I'm away way too much. Mm. I'm on the road. On the road. As Jack Kerouac once said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all the incels start listening now. Oh, my God. Um, is that an incel thing? I, I don't, don't know. know. I just associate on the road with like like those like wannabe beat poet kind of characters. I need to back up. Do you think I'm a sociopath? No, I don't think you're a sociopath. <laughs> oh, you stressed. <laughs> I'm definitely neurotic. I don't think you're a sociopath. No, I don't think so. I mean, what are the – hang on. Let's, let's Oh, no. What are the characters? So, How to Keep Turtles Alive was the last thing I googled. It's very hard, as it turns out. Um, so, never keep a turtle in a bowl in, oh. in your boudoir, ever. Is that It needs right? to be a whole tank. Yeah, okay. Filtration, oxygen. Yeah. The right and more plants. than two teaspoons of damn water. Oh, my God. And not shit on their shells. Yeah. Um, what are the – Science is really interesting podcasting of... A sociopath. Of a sprain, of a silent stroke, Ooh. of a sociopath. This is interesting. Here we go. All right. So. Oh, God, here we go. Signs of a sociopath. Let's tick them off. Lack of empathy for others. I think you're I've right. I've got heaps of empathy yeah. for others. Impulsive behavior. I do have that. Attempting to control others with threats or aggression. Oh, that has happened in the past. <laughs> Using intelligence charm. We're, we're, being t- we're being those cunts on TikTok that diagnose themselves. Oh, no. You know, those awful people who oh, are like... Are we I'm... making light of mental illness? I know, but I just think the fact that you like don't have a connection with animals is weird. Oh, I do. It's do just you lie a... for personal gain? Um. Do you commit crimes? <laughs> no. Do you have trouble with responsibilities? 
Yes. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't think you are. Uh, maybe I am one. But also, if I'm you a are, really nice one, though. If you are, I'd go to a professional tech diagnosed. Oh my not, god. Not WebMD and Cerebral. I don't, I don't actually think I am, but I'm something. We're all something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and some days are better than others, aren't they? That's absolutely. Fuck. Don't ask me about pets ever again. <laughs> Can we get um, Chris and Sarah Weatherpants at gmail dot com? Um, what are your thoughts on Chris not liking oh pets? Oh my god. <laughs> Well, I just think it's practical. I'm trying to think if I know, I know a few people who don't really engage. I, you know what? <clears throat> There's a part of me that when people rave on, and I'm gonna, we're gonna lose people, and we're gonna get. Angry. No, I'll get them back though because I love animals. Oh my god! When people go over the top on something, mm. I tend to get contrarian and go the other way. Oh, you're a pick me girl. What does that mean? It's where it's like you're like cool just for the sake of being cool. No, it's because I get annoyed. Okay. I get genuinely annoyed that everyone's having the same like discussion. They're they're all agreeing with each other. So if everyone's like, "I love Christmas," you're like, "I hate Christmas." Well, no, I, not. I don't know. Maybe mm. you know. Maybe it is a bit like that. Um, I kind of think you know. If everyone loves dogs, but like Tom Hanks. Okay, what? Like he's great. Everyone loves him. Oh, like Michelle Obama. Oh, no, but a friend of mine listened to a podcast which was all about how Tom Hanks once said to an actor on a set mm-hmm. something about he didn't like his voice or so. I'll have oh, to- this sounds like such a legitimate thing. No, no, no. And, and the guy actually got Tom Hanks on the podcast to talk about it. And what did Tom Hanks say? I don't know because I haven't listened to the podcast. Okay. But, I mean, everyone, there's something wrong with everyone. Oh, yeah, we're not yeah. All perfect. But, like, someone universally beloved like that. Mm. Michelle Obama. Who else is universally beloved? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Like, would you just be, like hate them just because everyone likes them? Mm. I'd probably look for something wrong with them. Okay. Well, I mean, you'll find it. Sorry, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If anything is too large, <laughs> <laughs> he's so objectively jacked. too he's large. So jacked. <laughs> All right. Enough on that. I hope your story's happy. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> So from turtles to beauty tips for busy workers, Sarah. Oh, great. This is from the Australian Women's Weekly, October 1943. Okay, great. And it's basically a bunch of dot points of how to be beautiful. Okay. If you're a busy worker, as, as we are. I'm listening. All right. My favourite one mm-hmm. and is it's got a picture of a woman with straight legs bending over mm-hmm. – Twisting her arm down, one the right arm down, mm. and the left arm is up in the air to pick up a card, and and this is what it says about that. Um, Evelyn Keys demonstrates an exercise that's easy and fun. She calls it the flip and bend slimming exercise. Taking a full pack of cards, she bends them, lets them fly into the air, and fall o- over the floor. Then, with knees straight, she bends and picks them up one at a time. Oh my god! So it's an early, it's a pre precursor to the bend and snap. Yeah. Oh my god! I know. So instead of just doing ab exercises, she drops cards. Yeah. And then and bends over in a in a way that yep. works the abs. Like, what is that doing? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, sh- like she's. Can I look at the picture? You can absolutely look at the picture. Okay. Um, there we are. 
She's oh straight. I mean, straight legs. That's going to work your um your butt, yeah, and your hammies. But I love the throwing the cards in the air. I know it seems so flamboyant. Go for a walk, and, mate. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. Uh, so that's one little thing. Would you do that? Would no. you? I actually thought it was quite interesting because sometimes I have to trick myself into doing things, and if I literally have to pick up some cards off the floor, maybe I would. Well, I would uh, crouch down. I'd lift them up. You and, would, yeah. Oh, okay. Or just You'd... get a vacuum, or just leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> in your boudoir. Yeah, in my in my um, sulking room. Okay, this is another one. Um, green vegetables are tops for that lovely complexion. Have a good helping every day, as well as a raw mixed salad. I mean, I mean that is something I could read today. I love a green vegetable though. We just had green vegetables. We, I, we I just actually had some beans and broccoli. We did. Yeah, I I genuinely there's not a vegetable that I don't like. Yeah. Um I tell you what, I fucking hate a garden salad. God. Do you? I hate I this is one of my gripes. I can't stand. This. Love it. I love I don't love salad, but like I like salads, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if I'm getting a salad and it's lettuce, tomato and onion with some shit dressing, I'm like, that is a crime against humanity. Oh, wow. Okay. No, okay. I have a few – look, no one cares and no one asks, but here's here's what I've got to say on that. Mm-hmm. Agree, that's boring, but I don't hate it. There's mm-hmm. other things I no, hate so much more. It. No, I hate chewy meat. Oh, that's the end of the thought? Okay, <laughs> sorry. I thought something else was coming. Oh, so you don't like overdone – No, like-, like if – you know, like when you get like – I'm going to say from a takeaway mm-hmm. and they've – just use the shittiest beef for what? Like what dish? Oh, like a you know. Like, if you're getting a steak, it's like a Chinese. If like, you're getting a steak from a takeaway shop, no, 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 no. Like a like a, a, a stir fry beef and broccoli oh, right. or something. Yeah, yeah. And the beef is not. It's just chew. You, it's like yeah. chewing gum beef flavored. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't like that. I hate that so much more than just a garden salad. And let me go back I think to the salad. Different categories of food. Well, we're talking hate. Yeah. Um, May the like for me if the onion is not cut in thin slices. Oh, so you're working with like chunks of onion. If you're working with a big chunk of onion in a salad, that's not right. But also, it's not. I don't think it's. I'm I'm not about eating raw onion. Oh, I love raw onion. It's fucking delicious. It's terrible for the breath. Oh, shocking! But it's so delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, any salad is saved by my absolute quality homemade salad dressing. I love your dressing. I've had that before. I'm not giving it out over the airwaves, but if you want it, you can email Chris and Sarah where the pants and I'll send it to you and you have to be on our database or whatever. Yeah. Um, Nothing's free in this world. But then also you can make it and tell us what you think of it. Yeah. Which one is it? Like what's it called? It's like, I I don't know. I got it from – Is it the Caesar one? No, that, that one's one. good too. I've got mm. the Caesar one. That's mm. a Jamie Oliver one that anyone can look up. But this one is a one from Joanne Wallace, an American friend. Um, so I just want to say that – what? Um, the garden salad thing. Yeah. Um, no, I forgot what I was going to say. You hated it? Yeah, I hate it. Okay. I just like – I don't – I'm a spinach person. You're a what person? A spinach. Yeah, oh, okay, like yeah. spinach is a salad right. base. Okay. Uh, I just want to tell you also that I actually – taking the lead from you last week with your research mm-hmm. into context, <laughs> I actually <laughs> – I looked up what vegetables did they have in Australia in 1943. Like what, you know, how much, you know, what was going on. Turns out, Sarah, I found a little article that was in the West Australian in uh, July 1943. Mm -hmm. And it was about vegetable prices 
having caps on them because they mm. were running out because of the war. They mm. had to send heaps of stuff over there. Mm. And also um, like the civilians um, had heavy demand or something. Mm. So there was actually a controller of foodstuffs. Did you know that? Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? That sounds like a toxic I am that in my own household yeah. and I don't take much control either. Um, but – is it just a security guard standing at the grocery store being like, no, nah, put that back? No, they were in enough. charge of like the cost of veggies oh, across the board. And, and it yeah. changed day to day. Like it could oh change God. day to day. And oh I suppose God. it does. Like the stock market. I suppose it does now. But like then I looked up the prices because they have them listed mm-hmm. here. And oh my God, I didn't understand them. So then I had to do more research. Oh my God. Okay, you basically have a PhD at this about, point. And I looked up the Reserve Bank of Australia calculator. Holy shit. Where you can find out that um, three oh, – no. Okay. So back in um, the f- time that before 1966, which was decimal decimal mm. um, currency in Australia, currency was in the form of pounds, shillings, and pence, mm-hmm. which is already mind blowing in itself. Mm-hmm. But and there was a guinea, which was equivalent to twenty one shillings. Like I mean, that, it hurts there. the brain. Yeah, there's a lot. I going mean, you you just grimaced at me <laughs> just thinking about that, right? So basically. Long and the short, a pound of beans, which is half a kilo, mm-hmm. um, was a was dollar. Like in is the equivalent of a dollar in today's terms. But with inflation and stuff, that'd be eighty three dollars. No, no, no. In t- today's terms, it okay. does the calculation in today's okay. terms. But um, so yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Like I, it's hard to understand. But um, so yeah. So great. you couldn't just like go to the grocery store and just buy whatever vegetables you want. Like there was a limit and they were expensive. I think that there was a limit on the price that mm. the, they could charge for it. And and I think they didn't have cool veggies. Like they're talking about Swedes and turnips and stuff. Like, they're you, cool veggies. They are root not. They're root vegetables. I absolutely hate Swedes and turnips. Really? Yep. Oh, there's not a vegetable that I don't like. Oh, there is. What? Swedes and turnips. And, I like them. And I don't really love a cooked carrot unless it's really caramelised. Anyway. That wasn't really. I was talking about me. I was saying I don't. I like every vegetable. I know you do. Great, but I just don't know how. Like I think you've just told yourself that you'll accept it all. That's the equivalent of liking something. No, it's not. That's just <laughs> pressing through. Yeah, no, I haven't. I have not been served a vegetable that I don't like. Really, you get vegetables cooked in a really disgusting way, but there's no actual vegetables that I don't like. Okay. All right. Okay, here's some more beauty tips for busy workers. I forgot about this, yeah. Try to make every Sunday a real Sunday. Sunshine is a dis- disinfectant, kills germs in the nose oh, and that's throat. Oh, real anti-vax COVID shit. Helps to cure acne. That's some real anti-vax oh shit. Oh, my God, that's some 1943 shit right there. Yeah. Cures acne. No I know, right? Doesn't. No, oh it doesn't. God. Otherwise, there would be no acne. I mean, it's not surprising <laughs> this is wrong. God bless them for trying. I know. I know. I'm all about getting some sun, though. Sun, yeah. I mean, I I think there were some, yeah, COVID um Things being peddled by um, oh, big co- news agencies. Oh, if COVID was around, then they'd like do the leech thing, like put leeches yeah, on totally. and shit. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I don't. I'm not against the idea of getting out in the sun every Sunday if no, the sun that. is out. That's really fun. It is quite a nice little. But idea. not to cure acne. Or not disease, to cure acne. Put, yeah. Or clear out my nose and throat. Mm. It's just to get a walk and yeah, exactly. get some sun, get some vitamin D. If nothing else, a walk. I fucking love a walk. Love a fucking takeaway coffee and a walk with some music is just oh, such a vibe. For me, just the walk with music okay. is all I need. Mm-hmm. And preferably no people around so I can sing. Yep, great. I do, love that. Do you sing in front of people when you're walking? <sighs> no, I don't. I don't, but I will um very much gesticulate along to the songs. 
Have you I'll done drum. hip hop moves? No. I have. Okay. Um, a lot to unpack. A, what? A uh, there unpack. is a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. A brief sunning every day makes your hair glossier and richer in colour. I mean, you're supposed to get into the sun every day, aren't you? Mm. But too much sun is bad for it. Mm. Your hair. I didn't know that. It's a superstition that water makes you fat. Now that let's just back up the truck there. Okay. <laughs> In case anyone thinks oh, I'm just saying this out loud from my head, um, this is from Beauty Tips for Busy Workers in 1943 in the Australian Women's Weekly. Um, why would anyone think water makes you fat? Uh, I mean, water weight's a thing. That's, oh, is it? Oh, yeah. but that's not that is not equivalent to. Looking fat so water from water. Yeah. God, that's crazy. Um, like, um, it's like why the um, MMA fighters and bodybuilders right before their um, tournaments, I think they literally Wade. dehydrate themselves oh. um, so then they can be as cut as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And then do they drink before they go in the ring? No. What? Yeah. But aren't they thirsty? Yeah. I think they can um, – I think they, I, I mean, I don't, again, this would require some degree of research. But I know for a fact that they um, severely reduce their water intake right before the fight. Oh, man. I don't, think, I don't think to a death point of view, but just like – Oh, man, I'm thirsty just thinking. Because they've like got to weigh need... in under a certain it's – like, it's like they want to be like, you know, if, you, if, the, if the max is yeah. 80, you want to be at 79.9 kind of thing. Do you so. want some water? Oh. I do. <laughs> That's made me thirsty thinking about. Let's get fat. Yeah. So, okay. The sentence goes: um, drink, drink eight full glasses every day. Water is an essential uh, to beauty, inside as well as outside. Sarah. Well, you know, I stand by that. I'm not. That's not too bad, is it? I don't drink water to be beautiful, though. I drink water to stay alive. Yeah, and also it reduces your need to scoff. I like to scoff just to keep myself interested. Um, but I'm, um, are you one of those people with water always in, within reach? I always no. have water within reach. No. Around my house. Like I have tumblers and shit. Do you? Yeah. Do you have a three litre water bottle? No, cause it's too, it's too, it's too unwieldy. unwieldy. Yeah. It so is. I have, I have my bed water, my desk water and my lounge room water. I, I noticed a few years ago that like a whole section of Coles is dedicated to water bottles mm. now. Yeah. And Woolies, you know, like mm. it's become such an art form. Oh, yeah. Having the most aesthetic. Yeah, aesthetic and, and pure, like, you know, with the filters or glass bottles. Well, all the girls are doing Stanley Cups now. They're Stanley like these cups. sort of, they w- you would look you would think at it and look at it and think it's like one of those thermos sort of oh, cups. Yeah. And then the bottom fix in, fits into cup holders in the car. Oh. And they're just, I think it's literally just an insulated cup that keeps things like hot or cold. Okay. But it's like aesthetic, like they're pastel oh, and beautiful. So, okay. yeah. Interesting. Mm. But like they've become like a um, status symbol. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. How did you learn of this? The internet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, apparently it's like that and like the Apple Watch and like the Marc Jacobs tote bag, like all that sort of shit. Goodness me. Mm. I just have a really nice one from Kmart. Yeah. I love it. I I actually tend to just use a water bottle that I've got from the shops, like like a bottle of water mm. and I just refill it. Yep. Love Mount that. Franklin styles. All right. So we're on board so far. Apart yeah. From the, not yeah. hating, not hating this article to death. I'm waiting for something really fucked. Like something pigeons toxic. make you like. Yeah. Um, okay. As soon as you can and whenever you can swim. Yeah. It's one of the finest exercises for bodily beauty and bounding health. Okay, I I can't I, I can't disagree with that. I mean, you're a swimmer. 
I like to swim. I I can't do laps because I find it boring. I need shit to look at. Yeah. So I'll like run or walk because there's stuff to look at. I, it's funny when I do laps mm. in my head because mm. I'm the same as you. I do get bored. I, I I end up just sort of saying to myself, ten, ten. I'm on lap ten, and then okay, it's eleven. Mm. Then after eleven, there'll only be nine left. It's you know like well, that I, sounds kind of meditative. It is actually. I mm. I actually do z- sort of zen out mm. into just the numbers of laps, and then and even the breathing pattern. So you start to notice. I, I'm taking breaths every three strokes, you know, yeah. to balance out the neck so Great. I don't get a crick. <laughs> don't get a crick so you can, put, you can create award-winning comedy like that shit we had at the start. <laughs> I really want that to turn into a great bit now. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it will. I hope it does. I'm sure it will. Um, highly no, I'm a, I only swim just like I love like flailing around in the ocean. Like I'm a good swimmer, but I love flailing around in the ocean or a pool. I won't swim for exercise. Okay. I, I love swimming for exercise. It, mm. I need to do more of it. Um, I saw – I was in Western, Perth, Western Australia this week, Sarah, mm. and I went to Cottesloe Beach for the first <gasps> time. I love Cottesloe. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And there were people out in like very long leotards and mm. leggings um, swimming out, out the back doing oh, yeah. very long laps of the beach. Yeah, yeah. People do that. Bit sharky over there, isn't Very it? Very sharky over there. The nets weren't even up, I was told, because it's not shark season. Mm. But I'm like, I fuck don't trust that. Him. Every don't season trust him. is shark season. Yeah, I don't trust them. Yeah, I wouldn't trust them. But also, it's their little home, so like, you know, good mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, I reckon it's brilliant. The whole lap swimming in the ocean. Well, people do it in Manly. People swim like a really long way from one beach to the other, and they see all sorts of stuff. They see. Mm. I read a book about it. They read all sorts. They see all sorts of stuff like whale sharks and. Um, and actual sharks and interesting fish and turtles and all this sort of stuff that lives in the in the bay there. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's about a. It's I think it's a bit over a kilometer. Like it's a decent. Wow. And once you're sort of out there, obviously you have to keep swimming. Like, how would you handle seeing a shark out while you're swimming? Oh, I'd panic for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. Um, I, I yeah, hard to say. I think uh, I think there there would be very few things as terrifying as that. Yeah, because not only is it like an apex predator, but it's not your environment. Like yeah. if you see an apex predator on land, you're like, I can move here, you know. Yeah. But if you see like like you know, yeah, I like to think that I would be really like swift and resourceful. I'd like to do butterfly and impress it, <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be like, oh shit, I'm not. But like me doing butterfly looks like I'm drowning. <laughs> like if you ever seen me try to butterfly, I me too. I'd, after about twenty strokes, I think I'd swim to the bottom. I don't know why oh, I would do that, but I feel, shit. But I feel like they don't they attack. Like whenever you see a shark attack, it's coming oh, up from the right. it's ricocheting up to the top. Oh my god! I never in a million years would have thought of that. Yeah, I would. I'd swim to the bottom and just hold your breath as long as, as long as you can and just look at it. So then once you make eye contact with it, it like, or so that you just die anyway before it gets you. <laughs> But also, I like to think because um, obviously, like you're a sociopath, and I love animals. Oh I like my to, god! I'm I keep bringing this up again. I'm kidding, but I like to think that it would make eye contact with me and know that I have an affinity with animals, and it would maybe wink at me and then just like move on. Yeah, but I think reality, we're it we're would eat me alive. Asked you to dance. <laughs> asked me out for coffee. I'd be like, "You're a shark. I don't think you drink coffee." It asked me out for a penguin or something. I don't know what they eat. <laughs> Do we have penguins here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wink at you. That's hilarious. There's some great – I do get it. If you do want to get onto a, um, a YouTube um, hole, 
and just feel really happy that you're on land. There's some great videos out there of shark encounters. And this one that <laughs> just horrifies me. Nothing happened. Like, everyone, this isn't one of your stories. Like, this one ends oh, well. can you stop? <laughs> but this guy is um, fixing cables below Sydney Harbour. He's really deep down there with, like, a camera on his head just fixing, I don't know, what's like, internet or whatever cables. And he kind of just turns around and then out of the murk, a shark Aww. just comes right up next to him and appears to, like, take a sniff of him and then just moves on. And I'm like, you'd never recover. Oh, that's amazing. You'd never recover from that's seeing a lot. that. Speaking like, of like d- trusting the land, mm-hmm. um, have you ever been in an earthquake? No, I haven't. I have, and oh. I didn't trust the land anymore. Couldn't wait to get off. Where it. was that? New Zealand. When? Yeah. Um. Oh, it was the Wellington earthquake. What? Was, yeah, years ago. I didn't. What? I flew in for work with my friend, my my boss and friend yeah. Paul, and then we we had a few wines, had dinner, and went went to our respective rooms for the next day's work. And woke up being shook in my bed from side to side by the the major earthquake. I think it was like a seven point two. Oh my! I didn't it was know so this massive. At all. Yeah, and I didn't know. I'd never been in an earthquake before. What are you and, supposed to do? Well, that's what I spent the entire night googling. Mm. I don't know. You're meant to like stay in a door frame or something or hide under a table and then you I don't know. the building collapse? Well, sort of- the thing they didn't tell us or even alert us to was that the building was made – it was a new building and it was designed with this movable base mm. that actually makes it flexible during these sorts of yeah. situations so it was totally fine. But there were, I was looking out the window, people were out there in their dressing gowns on the street and, you know, I mean – How and long was, did it last? Oh, it went for like I want to say like 10 minutes. <gasps> it was a lot. Oh. God. It was so scary. I was woken up by the moving, but also the light. There was a light flashing, and it was actually the cupboard door opening and shutting because the cupboard was moving so much that its doors flung open. Holy shit! Yeah, it was a whole lot. Oh my god! Yeah, like, couldn't wait to get off that earth. Yeah, the feeling of the, the feeling when I got the in the ground, plane and it took off, I was like, good. The feeling of the <laughs> ground disappearing below your feet is yeah, horrifying. Scary. There's a ride um, to an equally as traumatic extent. There's a ride at Wet and Wild. Um, <laughs> that um, is like that. You're standing in a tube and then the ground gives way beneath you and you go on and it's just the worst feeling. Yeah. So I can't even imagine yeah, what an earthquake's like. Yeah, but they get used like. to it over there. I mean, I know there's lots of trauma and terrible things, but they do get quite used to it. And it is a very beautiful country. I mean, I loved Wellington. It's top of my list. Yeah. I'm dying to go there. Yeah, me well, too. I'm a, I but it was – I'm a diehard Lord of the Rings fan. It was fan. scary. Mm. Mm. Okay, I think I might have found a dot point that you might think is a bit dumb. Mm. Honey and milk pack is a good pick-me-up for your skin. Honey and milk what? Mix together equal parts of honey and milk. I'm trying to think what that consistency would be. I know. And smooth over your cleaned skin. Leave for 30 or 40 minutes. Okay. So it was a prank in college that you would sprinkle milk powder on someone's bed and so they'd sleep in it, sweat, and the milk would get into their pores and they'd stink. Oh, God. So I'm not putting milk anywhere near Oh, my, my God. That's a, that is such a horrible prank. Yeah. Um, yeah, it says leave it on for 30 or 40 minutes, remove with warm water, then rinse your face with cold water. No, I'm convinced your skin would stink. You reckon? Oh, milk's gross. Yeah, it does stink. I mean, it might take longer than 30 or 40 yeah. minutes, but I think if you've got milk up in your pores mm. – I mean, honey, I, I don't know, can't do that much harm, can it? No, I mean, it's apparently good for your throat. But you just know that there were people that read this and just did it every day because mm. they read it in this magazine. Yeah, and it was written by Mary Rose, our beauty expert. Okay. 
Interesting. Not. I mean, that's not the worst article I've seen. I've seen oh, worse. Is that, is that the article? That's it. It's, oh, um, and, and that, that's not. I the was worst. expecting some really fucked stuff. No, it wasn't bad, was it? Like no. I've heard worse beauty stuff mm. these days. Um, yeah, I reckon that's uh, that's about the size of it. Um, you got anything exciting coming up, Sarah? Um, n- not that I can speak of on the podcast. Oh. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Um, that wasn't a like watch this space thing. It was just like. Oh, uh, look, I think by the time this comes out, I'll have already done the Brisbane Comedy Festival. Um, you have wrapped your festival yep, season. Yep. And I've, I mean, Newcastle Gala's coming up, but I think that'll be done by the time yeah. we do this. So I uh, guess like watch, watch out for our 2024 show. Gosh, who knows? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll start. Like Sydney Fringe, we're going to have to start writing yeah. new material for that in September. Um, but no matter where in the world you're listening, I hope we have some overseas listeners. It's, you know. One day that'd be good. Yeah. Um, but we really, really, if you've uh, listened this far, we really, really appreciate you listening to us. Make sure you download the episodes and subscribe and tell your friends about it. And yeah. email us at Chris and Sarah, wear the pants at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. And if you have any fucked articles you want us to read on air, uh, we'll absolutely. Yeah. Or uh, even an episode, or even, even an instance of when you wore the pants. <gasps> This week, That's right, you know? your pants moment. Yeah, give us your pants moment. Like, yeah, when, what, you when were you kicked ass this week? A boss. Um, Did you have a pants moment this week, Chris? Oh, I, I reckon I did have a good one. It was a tough gig, and it was a tough gig. Actually, last night was a bit of a pants mm. moment because I just decided um, they just want to hear some. They don't want to hear me talk about how they hate me. They just mm. want to hear some jokes. So instead of being neurotic about it, I just told some jokes and felt good. I love that. Instead of worrying about not yeah. being funny enough or something. Not you know? getting in your head and being like, this yeah. is going to suck and then it probably will yeah. suck. But yeah, that's yeah. great. I'm proud yeah. of you. Thank you. What about you? Uh, yeah. I, I had a moment the other night uh, where I like, because I'm like single, live alone. And I just had this like night where there's something I've been working on, a project I've been working on for ages. And I like had some red wine, was listening to music, made some dinner, sat down. And I just finished this document that I was like really important that I've been working yeah. on for ages. And I just like finished it and then I sent it off. And I was just like unbelievably yeah. happy. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, achievement. And just an achievement. And I was like in my dressing gown with red wine by myself, Love just it. being like, I literally just kicked this document's oh, ass. Oh, that's so good. Is that mm. the document you showed me? Yeah, it is. It's fucking amazing. Thank you. I hope it comes to fruition. I think it will. It will. Mm. Um, all right. Well, uh, follow <laughs> us on socials. I'm on I'm Christine Ryan Comedy at, you know, on Insta and mm. say. Empire of Gaul. G A U L. Empire of Gaul. Mm. Um, we'll. We'll look forward to your company next time. Hope to get some emails. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. This episode was mastered by Tim Duck at Verse Productions. Music by Yosef K and artwork by Century Comedy. Our podcast is hosted on Acast. Articles are sourced online through Trove at the National Library of Australia. Sources are listed in the episode notes. Send your pants moments, article suggestions or miscellaneous thoughts to chrisandsarahweatherpants at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at chrisandsarahweatherpants or on our own accounts at Christine Ryan Comedy or Empire of Gaul, G-A-U-L. Thanks. Thanks.